What's going on, guys? You are listening to the Lens Culture Photography Podcast, hosted by myself, Jonathan Pajak. And I just want to let you guys know the purpose of this podcast is to help all of you guys, photographers, videographers in this awesome industry, grow your business. That is the main purpose here. If you want to access anything I reference in this episode, be sure to head down to the show notes of the episode for additional information. Enough talking. Let's get right into it. Today, we are talking all about eliminating pesky revisions with curating films specific to your clients. What's going on, guys? I hope everybody's having a great week so far. Um, I am just blasting through edits this week. I've had two double wedding weekends in a row, so four total weddings. I've been trying to make sure that I check off projects as I go throughout the week um, and not focusing crazy amount on the back end stuff. But in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about eliminating revisions with curated films. And I feel like that's like, like we hear this a lot in our industry, like, oh my gosh, I curate your films, like keep your films niche to your couples. Um, and that is very contingent on the style of business model you take with your wedding film business, because a lot of times some people are very, you know, quantity heavy. Um, and a lot of them, like their style stays consistent, like each film can be pretty much looking the same or give the same vibe. Um, and then some are very quality and not quantity heavy. So they try to like only take 10, 15 weddings a year, um, charge a lot more for them, but each film is very curated and specific to the couple. And then there's like a middle ground. That's kind of currently where I live. Um, I am definitely trying to push towards that less than 20 films per year. Um, for me, I do about 20 to 23 right now. Um, and then that's, you know, plus alongside my wedding galleries as well, my photography wedding clients. But one thing I decided to do in 2023 is really spend more time learning about the couple and curating the film to to them. Um, and not only to them, but also implementing your style along that way too. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about my tips and tricks on how I'm implementing this and executing it on a film-by-film basis. Um, and really, it all starts from the beginning. I feel like people always think like all of this is only done in the in the editing side, but it's really not because there's so much information that you have to gather to really um, get to a point where you send a film to a client and they love it from the first click and have zero changes. Throughout my business, I want to say I probably had maybe two to three revisions um, in my business. And I think like two of them were just like, oh, like I don't want my tattoo showing in the shot I was showing or something like petty or stupid like that. Where one film I had were like, okay, we didn't like this song at all or we didn't even like how this like section of the video was. Um, and I hated the revision because it, it's so time consuming, especially when you've already like emotionally moved on from that wedding and you're on to the next one. Um, so going back in and normally they don't respond until like weeks later, you know, so it's like going back in and doing that revision always sucks. Um, but start to curate films to your clients. It really does start with that initial sales call. And I always tell uh, my mentors or mentees this is that when you're that initial, it's just like, you know, the initial interaction you have with like your potential significant others, like parents, like you want to like have a good first impression. It's the same thing with us. We want to have a good first impression with that initial like info call or sales call, whatever you call them that. Um, but it really gives you an opportunity to to get the vibe of the couple. Um, when I get on calls and they're super like excited, outgoing, fun, they want to hear about your services, they want to talk about wedding films, I get excited because I know, okay, they really truly care about this and they're invested in this film. They're invested in their, they're not just 
booking me or wanting to book a videographer because their friend had one at their wedding and their wedding video was cool or something like that. And it's just not like, you know, just like a box that they're checking. Um, so getting that vibe from the couple is crucial. And, and you really do get that from the sales call, especially if it's like a, a Zoom or a FaceTime call, um, which I always was will suggest, especially if you have like a nice setup in your office or something. Um, it'll just help, you know, portray that you are professional and you love what you do and being able to get their vibe. Um, but it also helps you understand the vision um, in their for their wedding day and also the, the relationship um, in relationship to your style. So if they have a vision for this to be like, you know, on every blog across the country and want everything to be like super posed and maybe faux or faked or like something like that for so it'll look like perfect on film. And that's not really like where you like to thrive. Um, and that's me for sure. I definitely, you know, normally won't take those clients if their sole purpose is like, yeah, like we want a cool film, but the main reason is like, we want it to like be published in blogs. Um, I'm like, okay, like that's a cool concept. But for me, like I always find those wedding days to be a little bit too stressful because it's like very like picky on every single little thing like we're capturing. Um, so I will say that that's the one thing for me, but it also gives you an opportunity to just ask a lot of questions um, that you'd like to to know before booking. You can ask them questions about what's the you know vibe of the wedding day look like, how many people are going to be there, like who's their like florist, who's their wedding planner. Like these are just questions that'll help you you know learn more about them and also their wedding, but help you understand more about again how much they are investing into the wedding, how much they care about the videography aspect. Um, and, and you wouldn't have any of this information if you didn't, you know, get on an initial sales call with them. If you just looked at your inquiry, you know, gave a, you know, a generic automated email response back of like, here's my pricing. And they're like, okay, let's book film, whatever. And they book it. And the next thing you know, like you show up to the wedding and it's just like nothing you care to do. It's not going to motivate you to curate a film, um, you know, for that couple that's like super unique and niche and, Again, it comes down to, is that your desires? Do you desire to, you know, shoot less and create very specific niche wedding films um, that normally will yield a higher price point because they are very amazing um, in relation to just like batch produced like um, wedding films that like, you know, 15 or 20 plus other clients had like the same song in it or something like that. Um, but again, these this initial sales call is crucial because you can get all of this pre-booking vibe so if you're like you know what this couple just doesn't seem like the best fit for me you know you can express that to them or just say like you're booked or something like that if you don't want to tell them like you're not my ideal client um, but it really helps with that initial with initial sales call moving on to the next step um, and obviously you know as videographers we don't get like an engagement session um, a lot of times unless they have like a save the day video or something like that they're wanting to do um, but sometimes you know I'll tag along with those if they want it or if they like take me up on my offer to to do a save the day video um, so for me I love when they do that because then this is just another opportunity where I get to like meet with them in person as probably the first time and like see how they are with each other what's the vibe between each other like where are they super romantic are they super playful are they super like upbeat and fun it's just a great way to to get that vibe from the couple in person now if you don't have that opportunity because obviously we're videographers and we don't take engagement photos um the pre-wedding questionnaire is crucial i tell people this all the time if your pre-wedding like your your questionnaire before the wedding is not like pretty decently pretty decently long is not like decently long you're probably not asking enough questions to one a um 
to understand that that pre-wedding vibe or like the couple's desires but also just like you're not really probably getting a lot of information in regards to the back end side of things like i even asked like all the wedding vendors associated with the wedding venue the wedding that day because i want to tag all of them i want to send them the video i want to ask their logos to like you know place a logo on the video and send them their own version stuff like that to like really help the wedding vendors in the industry um, but the pre-wedding questionnaire just gives you the opportunity to get a vibe for the wedding day with like any questions you can possibly think of. And I want to give you guys like a few examples of like some that I would ask to try to like get the vibe of the day. Like I'll ask questions like if you could describe what you think, like choose three out of the three words from the list below that you think your wedding day will fit. Like and it'll be like upbeat, romantic, sad, fun. Um, you know, drunk, <laughs> I have one drunk in there, like maybe it's going to be like a party theme and, and asking those questions really will help you, um, uh, feel like, okay, so I get this vibe. This is what they think it's going to be. They think it's going to be a sad, fun day. So like maybe it's super emotional during the ceremony, but then like super fun and hyped during the reception. And, and that'll help you one, understand like, okay, this is like probably going to hopefully, uh, the music that I can pick for this will be a little bit more either like upbeat and exciting, or maybe like during the part where the ceremony is, you can use like more of like a, a slow or more romantic song. And again, this is just their expectations. I can't tell you how many times on a wedding day where like somebody's filled out the questionnaire and they were like, it's going to be super sad, like a super emotional romantic day. And I get there and like everybody is just laughing nonstop all day, smiling, like the party, the reception was just like totally a rager. And even before like the bridal parties are drinking, like like spraying champagne, that's a completely different vibe than the couple thought it was going to be. Because um, maybe the couple's super romantic, but all their friends and family are just super happy and excited that the wedding is happening. So the vibe is completely different. Then that puts you kind of in a situation where you're like, okay, do you try to edit the film towards the direction that they, they are? Or do you edit the film in the direction that the wedding day is? And that's just a, you know, a question you have to answer yourself and also like maybe gauge like a middle ground. Um, but the pre-wedding questionnaire also is just crucial because it lets them talk about their wedding in much greater detail. So they might tell you like floral colors. They might tell you like what the, you know, the ceremony arrangements going to be, how it's going to be set up, how they're going to be entering in. They may talk about like cool, unique things they're doing at their reception. All of this stuff just really will help you, you know, get a vibe from the wedding day. Maybe plan out certain shot selections in your head um, that, you know, you might want leading into the wedding to kind of help, uh, you know, pre sort of edit or pre-storyboard this wedding film as much as we can't like storyboard wedding films in nature they're all pretty much similar just like very small minute changes in every single aspect <laughs> if that makes sense um but letting them talk about their wedding in much greater detail will help you um with just getting your thoughts and writing everything down prior to the wedding day if i have time and i feel like i have received a lot of information pre-wedding a lot of times i'll go in and i will you know, start picking the music prior. And in the questionnaire, I also asked them their like music suggestions. Now, obviously a lot of this stuff is like that we can't like, or we could license, but it costs a lot of money. Um, but like if, you know, if I see like an Ed Sheeran song and, and you know, it's a little more, more emotional or romantic, I'll try to find something with that cadence and style. Um, but you also, you know, 
in this questionnaire, another question I ask is how much dialogue, like as far as dialogue from the day, is there going to be first looks? Are you saying personal vows? Will you have like letter readings to each other prior? Are you doing like a first look with your dad? These are all crucial dialogue components of the day that you can like, you know, cross reference with, you know, how much lyrical music you can use in the video as well. So if like I have a lot of dialogue portions from the wedding day, I know it's going to be a very dialogue heavy film, which is kind of where my style lies in gen style lays in general anyways. Um, I don't really have any clients that have no dialogue ever. It's not like couples normally don't book me because all my work includes a lot of like, emotional dialogue to kind of help tell that couple's story. Um, so the questionnaire is super crucial with that. Some of the questions, other questions I'll ask to kind of get the vibe of the film um, so that I don't have revisions ever is like their video goal length. Like for me, I offer three different films. I offer a four to six minute, a six to 10 and a 10 to 13, which rarely gets booked. And I'm more so honestly kind of thinking about just like not even offering that anymore. I think I booked it twice last year. Um, but a lot of my clients pick the six to 10 minutes. So I'll ask them like it within that window, like what is your actual goal range? Like, where do you want to be? You know, some will say eight minutes, some will say nine, some will say your discretion. It just kind of depends. But asking these questions is crucial because the more information you can get from your couples prior to the editing process or even the wedding day um, allows you to curate these films that from, again, the first click, they just love and enjoy. And, and having the video length is crucial because sometimes people don't want, you know, if they pick the six to 10, maybe they just want it to be like seven minutes and they don't want a full 10 minute um, or something like that. Or if they click four to six, maybe they want that like fast, upbeat style wedding at four minutes. Um, and, instead of, you know, the six minute, but obviously like I preface to them, like if you choose a four minute film, like majority of the time, like a lot of like dialogue from the wedding, they will be cut out just due to the nature of, I don't have enough time to like play it all. And I'm not going to play dialogue from the first click to the video ending. Um, but it also, you can ask like other questions and some will that I have on my questionnaires, like time shifting, like, do they like it when it's in chronological order? Do they enjoy it when like it's a full cinematic, you know, overview the entire day. Is there certain favorite parts of the day that they enjoy more? These are just very good questions that I enjoy because it helps me understand like what's their favorite parts of the day. Like if they have me there till the send off, they probably like the reception a lot and they want that, you know, that I'll get like multiple different angles of the send off. I'll put up an extra tripod or something to like get multiple angles because maybe they value that a lot. Um, and that may, maybe I'll, I'll use that in like a really cool part of the film instead of just like at the end to close or something like that. Um, but that's the pre-wedding questionnaire. You guys can think of crazy amounts of questions to ask. Obviously, don't make this questionnaire like so long that it's like literally like filling out like a job application, <laughs> um, but make it long enough to where you can get the vibe of them and the wedding day, you know, as much information as you can get pre-wedding day and kind of go from there. Sometimes I'll be at weddings and I'll randomly think of a question. I'll just go on my phone and like write it in my notes and then like the following Monday, like add it into my questionnaire as like part of like the section and it has truly helped me i think adding music was, was very helpful um you know favorite parts of the day was very helpful i would start with those and kind of go from there the next section leads you into the, to the wedding day itself um the just the overall vibe of the day and i touched on this a little earlier um but the vibe of the day is so crucial in the film because again like some couples will think like their wedding day is going to be super romantic and crying and, and and non-stop like tears and then you can go and show up and it's just like a insane party um so i'm taking notes on this like throughout the entire day like like when i first walked into groom prep 
were they already like having fun, like hanging out, listening to music, vibing with each other, drinking, maybe taking a few beers or shots or something? Or were they just like all sitting around the table playing solitaire and just like sitting there like and not really doing much? Um, for me, my ideal clients are definitely way more excited for the wedding day than just like monotone and chilling. Um, but take notes on this stuff, like write down like, okay, bridal party was four out of 10 on the vibe check. It wasn't that like crazy hyper upbeat. Um, and that way you can reference back to, to that when you're going into the editing process. And I take notes on like almost so many different parts of the wedding day, like the ceremony, the bridal party pre, um, obviously the reception, just taking random little notes, like, okay, like it got really upbeat and exciting around this point, or like people like started to dance a lot. Um, and then just understanding, like when I go to sit down to edit, like, okay, I'm going to read over like all my initial sales call notes. I'm going to look over the questionnaire in the creative section that I have. I'm going to read, you know, these notes on, uh, the vibe of the wedding day and kind of cross-referencing everything into, um, uh, into my decision-making when it comes down to starting the editing process. And I am not personally a fan of like sending the music over to my clients before I start editing. I feel like um, it takes away from the professionalism experience of like hiring somebody and like getting a, a delivered film. Now, obviously, like if you are somebody that like gets questioned or you get a lot of revision requests about changing the music in the video, I would highly suggest adding the questions about like understanding like their style of, of music they enjoy. Um, or could see in their wedding films like that's how I actually have it worded is like what is a few songs you could see being used in your wedding film um, because that is the worst part about I think revisions is, is getting full song changes because I edit to the beat of my music I'm not somebody that just kind of like you know slaps the song so if I get a song change I'm going through and I'm kind of readjusting lengths or positioning of clips and that is where like revisions can be really annoying and, and frustrating because they, that's where it takes the most amount of time is literally having to change durations of clips and move things around to dialogue set audio levels and stuff like that um, so it's very crucial to to understand that before we close up here i want to just give like five reasonings as to why like like i love like curating films to my clients um the first thing is it leads to amazing reviews when a, when somebody watches a wedding film and they feel like it was like super niche to them like it's something they've never seen before you're gonna get an amazing review out of that like it's and that's like what speaks volumes it also helps you like raise your pricing because somebody that books you is not just getting some random you know wedding film that like everybody could have or like a song they've heard a million times um so definitely the reviews is crucial um obviously price being a big one because when you curate wedding films specific to your clients and you're not just like doing five fifty or a hundred weddings a year and they all look the exact same with the same intro same drone shot opening um Definitely you can raise your price to a point where you could be really satisfied and and also just, you know, have a decent livable income. Um, another thing I would say curating wedding, wedding films really helps you is getting referrals from those clients rather than having to like spend a lot of money on marketing. I think that um, my biggest thing, and I have a whole episode on, on the client experience and how powerful it is, but this is also honestly just another step of it. Um, when you deliver that curated film after like all the amazing steps you've took in your client experience, um, the feedback is going to be amazing, but they are going to refer you to everybody. Their friends that were in your wedding that aren't married yet or even engaged are going to remember like, wow, this dude like captured this like so perfectly. 
I need him to like film my wedding um, in the future. So I would definitely say take a lot of time in in understanding these reasonings as to why the curated films are so powerful. Um, so that's all I really have for you guys today. I realize that's three, not five. Um, that's the biggest thing I wanted to talk about this week was just the curation of films and how crucial they are. Um, and then just playing into, to, to it on your website is, is, is insanely powerful as well, especially with me and my rebrand. Like I definitely put a lot of effort in describing like this whole process, um, that I take for wedding films and like how important it is for me to make them niche to my clients. Um, rather than just like batch producing like six films at one time. Um, and I really implemented that on my website. And as soon as I relaunched my rebrand and was very confident in the the value proposition that my wedding films brought to my clients rather than like another company, I was able to raise my prices almost almost $1,000, right around like $900 um, this upcoming year. And I'm hoping to push that even more as like my quality of films get better. Um but yeah, that's all I got for you guys this week. I'm super excited to be again back on the podcast grind. If you have any topics you want me to discuss, let me know, guys. Leave a comment down below or head over to my Instagram, shoot me a DM. Next week, I'm really thinking we're either going to talk about like, you know, like three or four or five things that you can do, three or four or five things that you can do to upgrade the wedding film aspect or just a completely different topic that I, you know, randomly think of leading into the week. This week, I thought I was going to talk about, you know, upgrading the wedding films in regards to like color, uh, but then, you know, got really passionate about talking about curated films with a colleague of mine. But yeah, have a great week, guys. If you're shooting a wedding this weekend, kill it. Um, hopefully the weather is going to be amazing here in Florida right now. Our weather is absolutely stunning. It's getting around that time of the year where it's like super, super busy because it's like 70 degrees on Saturdays, which is always nice. But thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram or YouTube. Posting there more frequently now that I'm caught up in everything. Um, but yeah, see you guys in the next episode. Peace.